self-driving cars. Are they really going to be as good as they probably sound to most of us today? Imagine, if you will, being able to go take a nap on your way to school or work, or really any destination you choose. Is it some sort of sci-fi utopian fantasy? Or something that could become a reality in the near future? Hello, I'm Noah Hebert, and welcome to episode 2 of Alluring Algorithms, where we are going to do some diving into self-driving, and hopefully not dive off cliff, or dive into, god forbid, actual water, or diving into other cars, or diving into pedestrians on the road. Hopefully we can actually stay safe on the road as we dive into the topic. So that brings us to the first issue we've all probably thought about at one point or another. How safe should driving cars be? Well, a better question to ask would probably be how safe could self-driving cars be? Because ideally self-driving cars should be as safe as humanly possible. Or I guess since they're self-driving they should of course be as safe as algorithmically possible. How would algorithms in the computer program for a self-driving car be developed? Where would you even start? Well, obviously, you would need cameras to be able to see signs, streetlights, pedestrians, and other cars on the road. After that is a matter of decision-making by some internal computer or algorithms, if you will, to see what decisions to make to get to its destination. Now, the beginning of the history of self-driving cars may surprise you. If we want to talk about the first driverless cars, we have to go all the way back to the 1920s. One of the first early models of these so-called driverless cars were created by an American company going by the name of Fudina Radio Control in 1925 and were tested on the roads of New York and Milwaukee. It was famously called the American Wonder and the Phantom Auto. This car was controlled by radio waves from a second human-driven car that would follow close behind. Now, obviously you might think, well, if it was controlled by a human, it's not a self-driving car. And you would be right, but the development of a driverless car, although it was still controlled by a human from a distance, was still an important development in the history of self-driving cars. Obviously, if we were going back to the 1920s, the idea of computer programs or computer algorithms would not be remotely feasible for many decades. One interesting thing to think about is why the name of the automobile. The term automobile has been used for over a century despite the modern talk about truly self-driving cars being only around for a few decades. Here's one fact that may surprise you despite being pretty obvious when you think about it. Many features used in most cars today were once early non-mainstream developments in autonomous driving. For example, take the anti-lock braking systems, which introduced into the early 70s, are now a staple of the modern car. Also being developed around the same time was the Stanford card, of course developed by none other than Stanford University. This machine was a pioneer for the video processing technology that would move on to appear in most cars that we know and love today. It was equipped with a television camera and would process images every time it moved one meter. Unfortunately, it took 10 to 15 minutes to do so for each meter, meaning it would be much slower than actual walking. But this was only because computers were much slower back then, and still this was an important development. 
Compared to the past, how many vehicles today have some sort of camera? With the development of function-specific automation in cars, it can be said that cars over time gradually became more and more autonomous. So this would obviously beg the question, would self-driving cars as most people would think about them, the ones where you could take a nap or watch Netflix on your way to work or school, would they appear as a set of developments becoming mainstream one after another or would they appear all at once on the market? The answer is probably not the latter, unfortunately. So, with all of this in mind, we can think of the development of the self-driving car as not one goal to reach for, but a large set of small goals to be reached one after another. In other words, cars would become slowly more and more autonomous over time, and the mainstream idea of a self-driving car would keep changing to fit something further and further into the future and something more and more convenient. to the present and future of autonomous driving. As autonomous driving stands today, most improvements are going to come from improvements in the software and programming or algorithms, if, if you will, and actually take in the data from cameras and other sensing machines. Machine learning is being used to see the difference between different objects on the road, whether they be pedestrians, animals, and other cars, as well as objects off the road, which would be signs and streetlights. Machine learning, as we learned in the last episode, uses artificial intelligence trained with many, many sets of real-world data and images to identify which object is which, but how much better and how quickly are they getting better. In March of 2018, a self-driving Volvo XC90 designed by Uber killed a woman named Elaine Herzberg in Temp, Arizona. Quite understandably, this raised many, many questions of whether the process of Testing autonomous vehicles on public roads, which has already been done for over a decade, is safe enough. Other self-driving models, such as the Nissan ProPilot Assist and Tesla Autopilot, all have been working on being able to keep a, following, a safe following distance behind other cars, as well as allowing people to take their hands on and off the steering wheel. In November of 2018, Tesla unveiled the Navigate on Autopilot feature for its cars, which allowed drivers to change lanes or leave highways autonomously, although the driver must still keep their attention onto the road at all times. All in all, there lately seems to be a trend where basic tasks executed during driving are becoming more autonomous, with drivers still having to pay attention to the streets and being able to take full control over the vehicle should something go wrong. Right now, it's unfortunately not looking like we're going to be able to take a nap on our way to work at school, but it's definitely getting there. decade or so, countless of companies including but not limited to Google, Apple, Lyft, Uber, and Drive AI have all been rushing to be the first to profit off of these newfound technologies. By some reports, the development of driverless technology and algorithms will add 7 trillion US dollars to the global economy and save possibly hundreds of thousands of lives from car accidents over the next few decades. The most fascinating part of the development of self-driving cars is its parallels with other developments in computing, for example, computing speed and computing size. More improved models with better features slowly but surely become mainstream as old models are slowly but surely becoming obsolete. 
The result is a continuous, gradual change from something old, usable with some flaws, to something newer with improved features. We're now at the point of development of autonomous driving, where most improvements will be software-based. We already have technology for cameras that work fast enough, and even older technology such as odometers and speedometers to keep track of distance and velocity at certain points of time. We're just now making developments through machine learning, which will take the input from those odometers, speedometers, camera images, and everything else, and do the necessary work with them and tell the car what to do. The merging of old technologies with new ones, making them work together in a way that creates something completely different, in my opinion, is the most exciting part of the ongoing development of self-driving technology. Thank you for listening. My name is Noah Hebert. This has been another episode of Learning Algorithms. And as always, hope you have a great day.